Welcome to Balanced Pixels, a podcast where three friends from different walks of life share their love of video games and how they manage to fit all those pixels into their busy schedules. Trizzle, a super mom who does it all. Josh, a desert dweller with a love for sunshine. And Scully, a virtual builder who has her hands in all the cookies. Balanced Pixels is brought to you by. Is brought to you by this lovely man, the voice, the legend, Kevin Chenard, who does our intro. <laughs> Ta da! Ta da! <laughs> <laughs> That's right, you guys. This episode, we're uh, we're doing a little sit down interview with one of our dear friends. Osiris. We Max. actually had to handcuff him and put a hood over his. Yes. <laughs> Osiris the virus, aka Kevin. Kevin! Hello! Hello, 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 everybody. Hello. I think that was. I don't know why, but I I just immediately went to like Home Alone. Kevin! Kevin! A lot of people do. You'd be surprised. I have one of my good friends who does it all the time, or when she needs to get my attention, she'll throw me the gif of that particular point in the movie. (laughs) At work? Yes. (laughs) I love that so much. I wonder if Catherine O'Hara does, uh, what are those those little videos called? The cameos? A cameo. Oh my God. (laughs) I've actually kind of had one done without even paying for it uh, in the past by uh, George Takei. Oh my. How big is that? uh, Well, for anyone who watches uh, Community, okay, it was a show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, I think it was season two, uh, the Halloween episode. At the very, very end, George Takei comes on. And he's like, and for anyone whose name is Kevin, please like, and then he goes into a monologue to leave a voice message. And I was like, well, I'm recording this now. Oh, I remember that. God. I remember that episode. Oh my God. That's awesome. It's awesome. Oh, and to this day, still your voicemail, isn't it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I have your phone number. I need to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Yes, you can so have my number. <laughs> it's for research purposes only, it's guys. Obviously, yeah. Research purposes. Not to call and be like, speak French to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a bad day. Please tell me like how to prepare mashed potatoes better in French, please. Thank you. <laughs> please and thank you. <laughs> for the next minute, for four ninety nine a minute, you can hear French. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Still in therapy. I don't know. I don't know French words. I was gonna say press dose for French. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, press uh. deux pour français. There we go. <laughs> that was smooth like velvet. Okay, so for so those we- listening, because we are recording a yes. podcast, here, <laughs> yeah. This is our good friend Osiris the Virus, aka Kevin. Uh, <laughs> um. And uh, I, I guess, Scully, do you want to go into a little bit of like questions and stuff, or do we yeah. want to? Let's okay. get into the questions. So, the first and most important question is Can you do the intro for the podcast in French? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> He's not really kidding. 
<laughs> I mean, I could. <laughs> On the spot, I don't know, but I could. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Don't do it. We don't Mesdames et messieurs, bienvenue à Balanced Pixels. All right, that's all I'm doing. <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> Actually, I have a question for you. Okay. Have you ever repeated, you know, when you uh, play 76 and you enter Grafton and you hear the Grafton mayor or the mayor Grafton? Do you know his speech and can you say it in French? Uh, I, I mean, Not on right the spot, no, on no, the no, spot, no. But yeah, I could, I could probably do it for sure. I mean, okay, because I've heard Grafton. it in <sighs> German, speaking. I've heard it in Japanese, but I've never heard it in French yet because I watch other gamers play and stream seventy six in different languages. Because why not? You and know, I, I love it when they walk into Grafton because you can, dang, you can hear the mayor like in their language, and it's like. Oh. You know what's funny that you bring that up because a friend of mine, Tech Blaze, uh, we went through the entire uh, Fallout 76 files one weekend and we reinstalled our games in multiple languages, starting with Russian, French, German, and I think Swedish was one of them. Wow. Just uh-huh. to hear different dialogues of what Zach's from Nuclear Winter would sound like. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. And then we just went through the entire game looking at like what would the, the voice actress for Rose sounded like? Did they have special dialogues, you know, stuff like that? And it was quite an adventure. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds like an amazing adventure. Oh, that is an idea. Now I kind of want to do that. It's cyberpunk. Oh, <laughs> it takes a long time, though, because, I mean, Fallout 76 is still like, you know, 50 gigs. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to reinstall the whole game, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. You can't change the settings or anything. All right. Sorry. So, we, we, okay. we should so, buy. So, our real <laughs> first question um, <laughs> is uh, question. <laughs> tell us a bit about yourself, like, you know, what you do as a content creator. Well, uh, for content creators, I do quite a lot of things. Uh, the biggest project that I have right now are lifestyle at this point now would be uh, being a streamer on Twitch. Um, my tag being uh, Osiris DeVirus. Uh, a lot of people ask me why I chose DeVirus instead of the virus. Uh, but in uh, French grammar, D-E is basically T-H-E. And uh, Osiris the virus was actually already taken. <laughs> oh, oh my God. But I feel like the virus works so much better. Yes. <laughs> For you. Yes. Well, when I changed it, it was uh, it was a nice addition. I was like, you know what? Like, you know, people do know that I am bilingual. I am English and French, French being my native language. Um, so I thought it was a nice little twist on on the name. So I, it stuck and uh, I went with it, uh, you know, going forward. Uh, besides streaming, I also do amateur voice actor. Uh, I have done many, 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 many projects, uh, but it did start um, all the way back probably in high school when I was part of the drama club. Uh, I never really enjoyed uh, being on a uh, on a stage in front of people, but uh, our music class actually had recording boots. Uh, and one day during, uh, during one of the uh, in-between class sessions, I sat in the booth and I was just doing all sorts of weird voices and monologues and stuff like that. Little did I know that the music teacher was actually 
uh, sitting in the office and decided to record me doing all this stuff and then came to me and said, you know, you should probably look into doing radio because you have an amazing voice for it. So, yeah, that's 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 where awesome. That's how this all started then, like the whole voice acting thing. That's cool. Uh but yeah, it, that's that's where it started. I it had gone dormant for many many years because uh, after I had uh, gone out of school, it wasn't really something that I pursued all too much. Uh, but uh, with the start of the uh, chat of all at seventy six podcast, it kind of rang within me to keep going, uh, and that's a whole story that can be going all night long but yeah that's where it came back and i started doing all sorts of projects we I totally i'm totally gonna ask about that later when we get into the voice acting yep. bit yeah. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> but yeah um besides that uh, i work in the hotel industry as my regular old self uh hopefully you know um i can venture more into video gaming uh, or voice acting and kind of leave that behind and transition to the job that I really, really do want to do, which is entertainment. Uh, but yeah, that that's me. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Our fellow Canadian neighbor voice actor. Right? <laughs> Twitch streamer. I'm, I'm a Canadian army knife. Huh. See what I did there? Swiss. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Trace, did you want to ask the next question? Okay, so how about this? Is there anything that you do outside of what you like to mention? Like anything you've done or you're still currently doing? Or um, everything that's not close to you kidnapping me and bring me to Canada so I can actually eat proper food? Uh, that was uh, that was top secret information. It's all lies and slander. I don't actually want to do that. Totally do. But anyways. Um, <laughs> no, but really, like, what do you do outside of uh, wooing us and charming us with your amazing online personality and gaming? Yeah. Um, I uh, do two things that I absolutely love to do. The first thing that I do is I'm a home-taught chef. Um, oh. Due to health reasons and some other stuff. I was never actually able to go into culinary school. It was my first passion. Um, so what I ended up doing was I basically would look at recipe books uh, all the time and then just try to recreate them or try to put my own twist on things. Uh, I learned how to cook cuisine from French, uh, from uh, Asian, Japanese. Uh, I've, I've learned all sorts of types of different recipes that uh, come from different backgrounds. And I just love uh, to learn about food in general. Um, second thing that I, I absolutely love doing is a very outdoorsy, hands-on type of person. So camping um, is a big, big thing of mine. I love fishing uh you know doing uh wood cutting wood carving uh something that i really love to do don't get a lot of time to do it nowadays but uh yeah it's put me in a tent outside by a lake and uh a fire i'm good to go yes 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 is it too typically Canadian? Am, am, am I am I too? Oh, no, 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 I you love have a pet moose in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> it's only like typical if like you know you like put SPF maple scented like sunscreen on you and you have a pet moose 
You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you ride a moose to the campsite? And yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, in the winter, we actually uh, we actually power the house with the water turbines out back with the penguins that go back and forth in the turbines. I it's great. I freaking knew it. Knew it. Penguin energy is like the future. Penguin energy is the vibe I want to live by. That's it. Oh, yes. <laughs> it doesn't cost a lot, and you know you don't have to do anything with gas prices nowadays. It's, it's a win-win. You save. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Josh? Okay, the next question we have is what made you decide to start streaming on Twitch? I'm actually really always very interested to hear what people say about this. Right? The reason why I started to um, stream on Twitch is, again, it was something that I was always looking to do since uh, Twitch was actually called Justin TV. That's that's how old this I is. I remember oh, those yeah. days. Uh, Going to the Wayback oh. Machine. Yeah, way back. <laughs> wow. In the 2000s. Uh, but yeah, no, I got into streaming. Um, I, I just, I always had a passion for entertainment. I, I always love to make people laugh, um, strike up conversations. Uh, and I'm a huge gamer. I mean, my dad got me into gaming when I was a, a, a wee little lad. And um, yeah, it, it really stuck with me. And when I saw that like people could do this in front of an audience and you can build a community with that, um, it just seemed like something I wanted to do. And on top of, of all of that, like I wanted to do it for for like raising money for charities and stuff like that. Like I saw that, uh, you know, you had like St. Jude's, you have like so many huge charities that do stuff with gamers nowadays. But back then it wasn't really known all that much, but I was like initially wanting to raise money and make a huge community so that I could do that for like diabetes research and uh, heart disease and stuff like that because a lot of that touches my family so it was an outlet for me to be able to help as well oh, I love that oh, that's amazing yeah oh my gosh that's I usually it seems like a lot of times you hear about like just <laughs> I got bored during the pandemic this is so much more meaningful I, <laughs> it's like uh, a lot of people I, I did say that as well like a lot of people obviously you know through the pandemic uh, you know people lost jobs and you know all that horrible stuff so you you saw a huge spike of of streamers show up during the pandemic but i had a, already started before that and i had yeah. quit for a little bit because of just like bad stuff that had happened in my life and i was at a really low point i just couldn't dedicate that energy to streaming anymore so i had quit and then during the pandemic when i ended up losing my job i was like well you know what Let's see if I can continue doing this. And I've been going strong ever since. Yeah. But with like a purpose too, which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact kind of like revitalized your Twitch channel. It's like yeah. bringing it back to life. Yeah. And I met so many amazing people like, like you three. And I mean, I could have a list that just rolls out the door and all the way down the neighborhood and it keeps going and going. Right. But yeah, it, Twitch uh, streaming has been a really huge shining star in in my life and I just yeah I would I wouldn't change it for the world. Oh yeah. Aww. 
honestly, when I when I think about I was like how I met you and a bunch of other people, I was like, it, it's always a Chad podcast because I'm just like, oh my god, so many of the folks on this podcast stream. This is amazing. I that can- is true. A lot of the people yeah. I know came from that. Yeah, I was like, I, I was like, I can listen to their voices even when the, I'm, you know, even when I'm waiting for another next episode. <laughs> totally what it was for me <laughs> it's so funny now like getting to know everybody from that podcast especially you kevin like i can hear the chat 76 podcast and i'm like there's kevin yeah like now, <laughs> now you can hear who's who and you're just like i recognize that voice but it's oh. sad because my voice like my brain used to be like oh this is so cool you get lost and now my brain i have to listen to it like almost three times so my brain can acknowledge who they are, and then the second time is kind of like ignore who they are, and then the third time just remember, like just enjoying the whole podcast, <laughs> <laughs> right? Mm. Oh my goodness, a friend! I just want to like, yay, you do so good. Shit, what was it just said? <laughs> right? You know, it's funny because I love when people message me and they're just like, wait a minute, I, was that you like doing this in like this episode or in this podcast or in this show? And I was like, yeah, yeah, that was me. <laughs> oh yeah like i started listening to the modus files i think it was the modus files and then i um i heard your voice and i was like oh, oh, oh wait a minute i know who that is <laughs> i think it was the modus um files. modus file no i'm i don't do anything no. on the modus files right now but i do a no, lot no. of stuff for for uranium yeah it was um oh, uranium yeah. and um the mystery mystery podcast oh my god yes. it's gonna like smack me across the face because i don't remember the name of it well it, it's actually gonna be coming back soon but i can't say anything more than that i'm so excited Ooh. i'm like i i love that podcast it's <laughs> it's coming back and it's I, i've seen i've seen the first episode and she's told me about the second episode that she's gonna be finishing off this weekend <gasps> i oh. i can't wait it's gonna be so much fun oh. like honestly the fallout themed podcasts um Mm -hmm. the audio dramas are probably my favorite yes (laughs) next to the murder crime ones yes (laughs) (laughs) and let me tell you there's been a drought of 76 because i'm listening a lot more horror and murder crime ones i'm like come on guys (laughs) mine (laughs) (laughs) like i've been listening to a lot of wine and crime and a lot of Political podcasts. <laughs> I'm getting true crime I'm nightmares boring, okay. now. I'm all like, I need oh, more I, 76 I, podcasts. Please and thank you. Yeah. Oh. That's cool, though. Oh, yeah. Um, ooh, next question. Okay. So, um, Osiris DeVirus. I know you kind of touched base on that name, uh, but what made you decide to go with that name in particular? Like, what, what was, was there a story behind it? There is, and it's an actually pretty interesting one for, I may say so myself. Um, so I have always used the tag Osiris of some sort in all of my gaming since I've been a kid. And the reason for that is, is because I absolutely adore mythology. Uh, and one of my favorite mythologies was always the Egyptian mythology. Oh, yes. Um, so I, I branded myself Osiris for, for the last, I don't know, 30 years. Uh, but uh, it actually came, Osiris, Osiris the virus um, originally came from a night of me and some old friends uh, while we were playing Day of Defeat 
which is a World War II mod for Counter-Strike back in the day. And um, back then it was just Osiris. And uh, we were talking about movies and stuff like that. And Con Air was actually brought up. And for those of you who know the movie, there's a character in the movie called Cyrus the Virus. I was about to say, oh my God, John Malkovich. Yes. And yeah. holy shit. <laughs> he does an amazing job. But one of my yeah. buddies goes, yo, what about Osiris the virus? And I was like, damn, that's a nice name. So like from that day on, I swapped my tag, my gamer tag to everything Osiris the virus. And for... I don't know, for God knows how long. Every time like someone new sees the name, they're like, yo, do you mean like like the thing from Con Air? I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. I've not made that connection before. I freaking love that movie. <laughs> Nicholas Cage and his childhood. beautiful locks of hair. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. I have hair. dropped that gif, that, that scene of that, a gif of that scene on so many people. Lock up your airdrops, people. Yep. <laughs> I, have, I have dropped Nicolas Cage and people's airdrops. <laughs> but yeah, that's how the that's how the, the gamer tag uh, stuck. And like I said, I, I just uh, I switched it a little bit, put a little bit of, of my own French in there and it eventually became Osiris de virus. That's an amazing origin story of your gamer tag. I love it. Oh, my God. I, yes. I, I, Con Air reference guy. I know. Not to watch that movie because <laughs> that's like way, way left field, like obscurity. Oh, so <laughs> Learn a lot of things for like making things obscure. So it's it's all good. Mm-hmm. It's got to be on some streaming service. I'll find it. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Oh, there you oh, go. Perfect. <laughs> Everyone's gonna watch Con Air tonight after <laughs> hearing this, right? I go page to get a tiny royalty check. <laughs> oh my gosh oh my goodness alright so let's, uh, let's jump into voice acting mm-hmm. Tracy you want to take the, the first question so when did you first get into voice acting what pulled you in so we're going to hear that nice sultry tone and voice of yours uh, voice acting actually came back uh, well I got into voice acting uh, back in my uh, high school days Um, like I said, uh, it started in that, that booth. Uh, I was also a drama student for a year and, uh, I'm, I was always branded like the, the, the class clown, you know, like I always love making people laugh and whether it's by my actions or me using kooky voices or splurting out weird phrases or stuff like that, um, that's where it really started. Uh, there was also a student in my class, which I really didn't know all that much. But um, after they had heard that spiel that I had done in the in the booth, because my my teacher actually wanted to like kind of um, put it out there, uh, a, a few people had asked me like if I was interested in doing radio or like you know if I wanted to do that because I had I had that voice for it. Um, and at that time, and I was like, well, not really, but like, I'd like to do like cartoons or like video games or stuff like that. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much how it started. And throughout high school, um, whenever I would see like local productions of uh, recordings for like uh, little tidbits, like um, uh, jingles, as you would call them, 
um, I would audition for those and I'd send in uh, recordings for stuff like that. Uh, there were a couple of my friends that went on to do uh, animation and uh, their starter projects, if you will. I would do little uh, joke voices here and there and that's how it started and it would fluctuate throughout the years of what I would do. Most of the stuff I would do would be local though. Awesome. Okay. All right. And then, and then when it went like in the more recent years then, cause you said there was like a break, right? Yeah, there was a, a break, um, uh, for a little while, but, uh, it, it started back up really as something more towards professional. Uh, when I, um, started playing Fallout 76 and um, I started joining a couple of the Fallout 76 like Facebook pages like community pages and stuff like that and uh, started connecting with people throughout the game and I stumbled upon uh, Kenneth Vigue, uh who were uh, who was doing these paragraph stories as if he was cataloging uh, a character throughout the wasteland and he would be like well on day like 34 i had to clean the blood off my pants you know blah 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 and he would make these little tidbit stories and some of them were just absolutely hysterical <laughs> uh like on day 53 i woke up and shot my friend in the face because he was snoring and he resurrected you know like a day later and you were just like this is just ridiculous <laughs> so I would continue uh, reading these familiar. <laughs> yeah. And I would keep reading these over and over and over again. And whenever he would post them until one day he was just like, you know, this is getting so much traction and you guys love this so much. Maybe I should do like an actual like podcast or like a story recording and have like people do roles. And then he basically threw out an audition call and he was like, look, I'm going to make this into a thing. Like, would anyone want to voice any characters? And I was like, oh my God, I so want to voice the character uh, back in the day uh, called uh, Peter Ennis. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know the backstory of Peter Ennis, is um, he was a talking penis. And the reason why I wanted to do that role is because I love comedic roles uh, when it comes to voice acting, because I feel like I have a little bit more freedom to just do weird things. And um, the, the way that he pitched Peter Ennis to me was, is that he was a whimsical, monstrous penis that sounded like Frank Sinatra who would sing from time to time and I was like this this is my calling I, I must do this yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that that's how it began uh, uh, being more of like a professional um, approach to voice acting for me and uh, I took on uh, several more roles. Unfortunately, um, there were changes to stories, and Peter Ennis never actually made it to the big times. Bummer. He's 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 singing his way to freedom, but uh, <laughs> um, I uh, I took on a lot of other roles in that podcast uh, and branched out to other podcasters in the Fallout community. I've branched out to um, Skyrim mod makers. Um, it's all sorts of stuff. There's so many projects. Uh, people, you, you know, there was this nice little 
podcast that had me do their intro. Uh, they were pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, was, yeah. I wonder who they were. I forget the name. I mean, I know they were pretty awesome though. Right on the tip of my tongue, just balancing right on the tip of my tongue. I don't know. I, know, it's, I don't know. Probably missing a pixel or two or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, I've branched out uh, a lot with my voice acting, and you know, one one day, hopefully, uh, it'll it'll be. Uh, It'll be along names like Wes Johnson, you know. That would that would be uh, a dream come true. Oh my god, that would be awesome. That would be cool. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I hope it happens. So I can be like, I I know him. I flirted with him. Sure, Mama, let's go back and go take your medicine. But I did. <laughs> back in my day, Shady, I used to know him. <laughs> oh my goodness, I love that. So. I mean, we, like, you know, those of us that know you know, like, the different kind of characters you voice and stuff like that. Um, But which one would you say was your favorite to voice? Out of all the projects that I've done? Yes. Yeah. Oh, man, there's so many. I know, that's a tough question. (laughs) Boy. Um, Let's say, let's put them in categories then. Humanoid creatures or humanoid uh like humans that i've done uh i really um it it was just such a short thing too but i really did enjoy um the old man in the uh the old man in the vault that i did for one of the halloween episodes of uh chat of all at 76 podcast and the reason for it is um it wasn't actually a very big role it was like a one a one-time thing that happened but the reason why i liked it so much is because it was just a regular um part but it got me out of my comfort zone um so you know when i talk like this and then i go back in time and i talk about all the great things that happen well i can tell you one thing sonny don't look back on your past as a negative. Make it something that you learn from. And it's just something that I exactly that I can look at and use as an experience uh, towards other roles. Uh, but if I'm going non-humanoid, uh, I've done quite a few. I mean, I've done <laughs> orcs. I've done Argonians. I've done Khajiits. I've done uh, Mama Murmur. Uh, Mama Murmur. <laughs> and that's probably my favorite. Wait, Mama Murmur? Yes. Yeah. How did I not get to this part of the podcast? What, what, it's what? the last few episodes that we actually brought out for Chat of Fall at 76 is um, Kenny came up to me and he was just like, so... I'm going to have you do Mama Murmur. And I'm just like, wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> I love you're going to you're going to want Mama Murmur as, as a voice actor. And he's like, yeah, 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 I want you to do it. And I was like, OK, that sounds absolutely fantastic. So he goes, can you like do like guttural or something? Like that? And I was like, well, you know, I can I can try. And without completely destroying my voice, I was like, oh, shit, you know what? I'm going to use some like voice actor magic. So I ended up going to get this big cup and then I stick it right to my face and then I start looking at the lines and seeing what is being fed towards me and one of the first lines that Mama Murmur interacts with is a character named Slick Willie who's this super perverted old man 
and he starts hitting on her and she's a mole miner okay for those of you who don't know she's this grotesque creature in a mole miner outfit who's been uh radiation burned to a point where she cannot get out of her suit so i stick the thing to my mouth and then i start going and that's what that sounds like for mama murmur Oh my god. god, but it really sounds like Murmur. What the heck? Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. I, oh my god, how have I not heard, I haven't heard that yet. I apparently haven't listened to those episodes yet. I'm terrible. I'm sorry. Oh, but yeah. No, she, no, I think it's just also your, it's how talented, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but how talented Kevin's voice is in the range yeah, of. Yeah, it's fantastic. Because, it, it, like, you know, we can pick up, like, when Fenwa was in there or when, <clears throat> Scully was in one. Um, and some, <laughs> we don't talk but, about that. <laughs> but when Osiris is in them, it's really hard sometimes. You're like, wait, wait. Wait, nah. who is that? Yeah. 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 So, like, your range is perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I had no idea it was you until someone had mentioned it. And I was like, wait a minute, hold the phone. <laughs> no one actually had a licking idea it was me until Kenny mentioned it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you're like, what? You had to go back when and you, listen to me. Like, still would have that moment in your life when you realize that it's like one woman that voiced like half the Rugrats and most of the Simpsons. <laughs> yep. You know, yeah. and you're like, what? And oh the my range God, yeah. is just like, oh, it's mm-hmm. Osiris. Yeah, Kevin's like the voice of everything, you guys. <laughs> like for me, and when it came to voice acting, the thing was is I always felt really uncomfortable doing human voices because I always had a niche for like doing monstrous voices i always love going way weird and it, it it really much started with peter ennis because when i gave kenny the uh the pitch for the character i did it as a ghoul voice so i would rasp up my voice like crazy and he's like no 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 i don't want you to do that because you'll kill your voice i was like no you don't understand like i can do this no there's no worries and he was like okay but like are you sure and i was like yeah yeah, I, I, I can do it, no problem. So, unfortunately, I never got to, to do it, but uh, there was a part in um, uh, the Fallout 5.0 stories that they publish, which is another group of amazing voice actors, and and I should probably just say cinematographers at this point because like their videos are just so freaking good. Um, they needed uh, someone to cast as Mort, uh, the ghoul that hangs around in the wayward, uh, which we a lot of people know as the it was Jason Muse who did the original voice, but he just did it with his voice. There was no rasp, no nothing. Um, but they wanted like more of like a ghoul voice. So I was like, yo, I can give you a ghoul voice. And I ended up um, being the voice of Mort for their for their uh, well, pod- well, is it podcast video series on YouTube? Machinima. Machinima, that's it. That's that's what I'm looking for. Machinima. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I, I ended up doing doing the voice of, of Mort. So um I mean I'm I'm not ready for, for, for that right now. Uh but maybe I'll do that some other time. Uh but yeah, sometimes when you wanna talk like a ghoul, you know, you gotta really put that rasp in your voice. Oh my god. <laughs> so that is, that is that just, that just gave me a ghoul right there. Yeah. yeah. Let's drop the whole French thing. Just keep on talking ghoul. Oh, yeah. <laughs> our listeners oh, who really to me. Are, are, right? like our listeners that really love ghouls literally are just like, I need a change. Yeah. 
Hand cat club. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But yeah, and overall, I, I really, really, really enjoy doing those monstrous voices. Um, it's just, I don't know. I just like the, you know, the left field, like out of the ordinary and stuff like that. And a lot of people, when they do those voices, um, you, you know, they're very highly recognized. Like, you know, when Wes Johnson throws out the super mutant voice, like, you know, it's him. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's him. Like, oh, he does such an amazing uh, a voice for for the supermoons and uh so yeah like i i always really gravitated towards those those bestial um types of voice and you'll hear more of that in the upcoming weeks from uranium fever because uh, i'm going to be doing a couple of voices for um aliens in star wars canteens <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh in the cantinas. Yeah. yeah so oh, I can't wait to take a look oh, at that. That sounds so exciting. Oh. So, yeah, no, that's just do all sorts of really, really, really weird voices. And then you're going to start talking all sorts of weirdness. And people don't understand how you can get such a stupid pitch from your voice, but it's just contracting your, your vocal cords, basically. Oh, my God. It's like when I talk to my fish, have the little like pet voice. Oh my! Everybody has a pet voice though. That's I'm not doing it though. I'm I'm not. (laughs) I've I've done. Why not, Josh? (laughs) I've done the. We call it verbal verbal diarrhea, basically, but like voice actor edition. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like a vocal warm up for singers, but it's for voice actors. They do like random verbal diarrhea. I guess you want to call it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you brought this up earlier on about finding your name, finding yourself. Well, mainly your game tag. What's your earliest memory of playing video games? Do you even remember your first time? I meant game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, vividly, <laughs> actually. <laughs> what game uh, was it? <laughs> it was uh, Tetris and Dr. Mario, actually, uh, oh. when I was a little, little kid. Uh, my dad was actually quite a bit of a gamer, and he loved puzzle games. And, uh, I mean, the first... Oh, I hit the mic, I'm sorry. The first um, the first games, that, or the first consoles, I should say, uh, that, um, that I got was the original NES. And... Uh, my dad had a couple of games. We had like, you know, the Super Mario Brothers and uh, we also had Tetris and Dr. Mario. And I would come home from 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 school and, um, you know, I get all my stuff put away and do all the little things that I had to do and, you know, make sure that I was brushing my teeth. And then after supper, I get to sit down with my dad in front of the TV and we'd put on Tetris or Super Mario or... Um, Dr. Mario and then we'd play two players and we'd sit down and we'd just game together for a little bit and it was a little bit of a first experience for gaming and then after that it just it blew off and owned pretty much every console known to man up until then <laughs> wow oh my goodness I love it Nintendo wins again for mm-hmm. the uh, mm-hmm. the gateway drug in the video games I feel like an entire generation is just you know, what was your gateway into video game? Oh, it was Nintendo. Some sort of Nintendo console. Yep. Yeah. Or handheld. And they're still good to play. They're still good to play. Even oh, yeah. Right? I, I still actually own them. They're behind me right now on the shelf. 
Oh my god. That's my original Nintendo. Yeah, the first Super Nintendo that I got for Christmas. You know, that whole like you open up and you have your first game console for Christmas. The kids go haywire and start jumping all over the place. That was me. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh. Power Rangers for Super Nintendo and Super Mario World. Oh, Those were yes. the first two that came for Christmas. Super wow. Mario. I remember playing yeah. the Power Rangers one. That was one of my first games. Oh. I love that I, one. I, as much as I loved, I was a Power Ranger a few years for Halloween, but I never had, well, we never had a Super Nintendo, so I never got the that game. But my friends and neighbors had Super Nintendo, so that's where I would oh, always yeah. go play. Yeah, that's yeah, what okay. I did too. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you too. Yeah. Yeah. We would go to friends' houses and be like, let's play. <laughs> Uh, that was the PlayStation with my buddy Andrew, actually, that I grew up with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he got he got the PlayStation first, right? So we would always go over to his place until I was over there so much after school that his mom would call me her adopted son. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Nope. Oh, oh, my goodness. So many good memories. Oh, oh. so that brings us to our, our next question. Um, oh, I can do it, though. Okay. Yeah. Um, what what was like the moment uh, that you like fell in love with playing video games that you just knew like this is something that you're you're gonna probably be doing your entire life now? Ooh, that's a deep one. <laughs> it's a really- I mean, it it was a culmination of things. Um, probably, I would probably have to say it was when I first started playing um, Mario Kart for the Super Nintendo, uh, we would go over to each other's houses, uh, my group of friends, and we would always play like the four players Super um, Super Nintendo with the Mario Kart where like you'd have to split the screen in four and it was so small and you know, there'd be a lot of like trash talking like you hit me with the red shell, you hit me with a banana, you know, you totally i fell in the water because of your shell and you know so uh i was always a huge fan of of gaming with friends and that just evolved throughout the years i mean you get to the nintendo 64 you got GoldenEye, and uh it, it and then it, it like it keeps going to probably the playstation from buying my favorite game of all time which i play every year at least one playthrough which is Final Fantasy 7 yes. oh, um, that's a good one yeah and that's when I first started really becoming like a completionist type of gamer where um, yeah I've got I've got some serious issues with completionists uh, <laughs> have you I'll played play. Elden Ring? I can't remember <laughs> no no, I have not. There. <laughs> it's it's coming though. It's coming oh. though. Unf- unfortunately, it's coming. We're not going to see um, it in Fallout for a while. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, well, we'll talk about that a little bit later on if you want. Um, but yeah, it. Uh, I would play a game if I enjoyed it in like a lot. Uh, I was going to say enough, but like in theory, I mean, if I liked it a lot. Uh, I would play through it and then I would learn the game. And when I mean by learn the game, I mean I would very much go into the numbers of what makes the game tick. 
and then I would play it through and through 100% completion. Um, and then I eventually got into speed running certain games. Um, yeah. Oh my goodness. Again, we yeah. get to Elden Ring. Somebody did it in 30 minutes. Yeah. What? Yeah, I know it's ridiculous. It's absolutely Stop. insane. I think I'm waiting good. on the, I'm waiting on the, uh, blindfold, uh, no hits, completions, uh, you know, all that stuff that comes along oh with the territory. Oh, I didn't know but, that, like the completion, like 100% and speed runs and all that. Like, I I guess I oh, yeah. from some of the Twitch streams, but I, I guess it didn't really pick up on it too much. Uh, yeah, but uh, I, I mean, we can go on it, into it now, or we can, if you have other questions about gaming later on, I mean, it's completely up to you guys how much time you want to put into that (laughs) i got a lot to talk about i mean we could get into it i'm really curious about it (laughs) i guess we have we have like two more questions then we can dive back into that let's see sure let's do do it okay sue when do you find time to game during the day especially since you like to complete these like a hundred percent now i'm really curious (laughs) lack of sleep I was gonna say, yeah. Lack of sleep. So basically, I work eight plus hours a day, and then I stream for two to four hours, and then uh, I do whatever I want after that, and then I usually sleep for six to eight. So anywhere between that. Uh, Some days I have off from both, and that's where I do most of my like myself playing. Um, and it's basically games that I would never stream um, or do things in certain in certain games that I would wouldn't do on stream. Mm-hmm. Um, you do it on your own time uh, when you want to play. Like the if you ask any streamer, like whether they play games off stream, it's fifty fifty. It's either they don't at all because they play too much during their stream, or their stream is mm-hmm. their full time job. Mm. Or you'll get streamers that tell you, yes, but I play games that I don't play on stream. Oh, okay. <laughs> like Rudy, we start dinosaur games. Mm-hmm. There you go. Everybody's <laughs> like, I don't play these on stream. <laughs> yeah, all the dating sims and all that. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Uh. And now that I've outed her on the podcast, she's going to be like, the hell, Scully? <laughs> Rude. We love you, Renee. We love your dinosaur games, too. <laughs> the dating sims. oh my god she totally didn't go out with me because i told her that i was more interested in gaming than dating oh my god wait what we still live (laughs) oh this episode is gonna need a whole day worth of editing (laughs) (laughs) oh lord (laughs) i'm over here like no wonderlands for me tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> mm, nope, enjoy it tonight, girlfriend. <laughs> oh. oh my god. That's that's great. That's crazy how many like how much like I didn't realize like okay, you're doing the full eight hour plus days, you know, and then because you do a lot of streaming. Like when I see your schedules or like, you know, on Instagram or like I'm jumping on Twitch just to like, you know, chill three out. To, watch, like, oh man, Osiris is back on, you know. Like, three to four times, yeah, three to four times a day. Um try to keep a schedule and trust me sometimes it uh it get it gets to you so yeah always think about your your mental health and your physical health though like don't don't push yourself to the point where you drop yeah no that's that is sound advice once it stops being fun then then it's just like oh yeah definitely stop 
the burnout can be real. <laughs> yep. Um, I know this one's your favorite question, Josh. Did you want to ask this one? Yes, I do. Okay. So, um, so if the I have to ask everybody if the Oasis. Okay, I'm assuming you you are aware of Ready Player One, the the book and. No, I have not actually what? seen. Oh, it that's it. The interview the is over. I'm, done. I'm, I'm sorry, Tris. You know, we ha- could have had something. I'm okay, sorry, right. okay, Tris. Okay, okay. Let's say, man, I don't want to use this term. Let's say the metaverse becomes a real thing. Ew, I feel okay. dirty now. Oh, I know, I know where you're getting at, though. I've heard of the the movie, so I understand what you're saying. Okay. So, say the metaverse became like really big and it became like our normal like you know uh virtual world and in it were all of our favorite video game worlds right Mm -hmm. uh what video game world would you want to live in in like a virtual reality setting okay question that comes with that is is death permanent in those worlds as well no, absolutely not. You can respawn as many times as you want. Perfect. Give me Skyrim every single day. Oh my god. Skyrim. Okay. You just want me to I, cheese, don't you? I would, uh, yo, I would live in Tamriel every single. I wouldn't even log off the the, the virtual world. Oh my goodness! Wow. I mean, it's a beautiful world, and it's it's absolutely beautiful. It's medieval in nature. Magic exists. Uh, Yeah, no, I am absolutely one hundred percent down for Tamriel. I can see that. I can see. You know what? Very. Ben's answer was Tamriel as well. (laughs) Very close second. Very close second. Okay, I'm gonna put it out here, and people are gonna be like, "Whoa, really?" But yo, cyberpunk. (gasps) Yes. 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 Yeah. Oh man! But yeah. that's because of my darker side from my past. Yeah, we're just gonna leave it at that. Ooh. Somebody visit Jig Jig Street a lot. I mean, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're not. We don't have. To, I'm just joking. Oh well, like everyone's got a dark side. Even I everybody's do. Everybody's got. Honestly, there's so many dark sides to cyberpunk. It could be anything from like <laughs> yeah. Jig Jig to like some creepy little like you know. I would just want to go on there Kabuki. to like with dead bodies oh, <laughs> oh i'd definitely be a runner that's for sure i'd definitely be a runner oh the runner oh you'd be living it up in pacifica maybe with the voodoo yeah, maybe maybe okay there's i love i just love the whole cyberpunk world i do too I, I it's beautiful the street is just a freaking blast to walk through yep and have <laughs> I think they've added new toys to the shop there. Oh, they did. Yeah. They did. Yes, they did. I can okay, confirm. I'm not crazy because I'm like, I, I feel like weird because you well, I have to walk by it anyway when you're in the main story. So it's hard mm-hmm. not to notice, you know, three foot tall dildos. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I'm like, that one's new. I'm pretty sure that's a new one. Like, as I'm like walking by it, going to talk to Wakako, I'm like, oh, okay. There's some very <laughs> subtle additions that the devs put into the game with the newest, biggest uh, uh, update that they did. And they didn't even put it in the patch notes or anything. They're just like, we'll let people figure this one out. And I love it. <laughs> See, that well, would be my dark like, side. I'd be new... adding those those like giant toys into the game, like not telling anyone, like, just see if anyone notices this giant dildo here. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It Apparently, is. it has been noticed. <laughs> and people and, are wondering where I, can I get one of these. <laughs> I think there's a new drug dealer on Jig Jig too. Some woman that's standing over by that shop as well. Because I or I just never noticed her in the 
six playthroughs I did before, but I was like, she's selling BDs and like weird chems and stuff. And I'm like, huh. <laughs> yeah, there, there's, there's been new BDs in the game that have been added from a lot of different uh, vendors. I think the one that they didn't say anything about that I think is one of the most fantastic and, and laughable moments at the same time is that your love interests will send you nude pics on your phone. Oh, I love oh, that. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Oh, I don't have a love interest yet. I'm so far doing side quests. Pan Am is the only love interest. I'm, I will fight someone about this. <laughs> I, I will throw down. Uh, I don't know. Look, Ju- Judy can be uh, um, gay all she wants. That's cool. But Pan Am is the only love option, okay? <laughs> she, my, she my queen, okay? I feel like this is the argument with my sister. She's like, no, it's always Garrus Vakarian. And I'm like, no, it's Liara to Sony. Okay, but you know what the problem with that is? Is that they're fucking aliens, okay? Come on now. <laughs> I shouldn't say I mean like it's it's all pixelated imagery in the end we all all have our we don't kink shame here Scully (laughs) um why am I forgetting why am I forgetting his name the 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 one love interest that I usually go for oh my god Johnny Silverhand's guitarist and lead singer Oh. oh man now oh no son of a bitch what's his name why is it so hard to remember i forget quick mostly because i always go with oh man okay i'm not gonna think about it because it's gonna bug me I, I can't even google it i can't even carry you're a die carry 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 he has the most amazing story in the world I love Carrie's story, and I, I absolutely love like the craziness of that mm-hmm. kind of, like, story arc. It's amazing. Also, just to have like a gay character. But Pan Am, let me tell you, Pan Am is freaking amazing. I'm with you on that, Osiris. Like, yo, the wild. She's got a wild spark within her. She's absolutely it. gorgeous. She's got yeah, that yeah. Latina in her. She is. She's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Oh my goodness. All right, are you ready for the very last question? The, Let's the go. super serious question. Yeah. All right. Now, our hot dogs, like I'm talking hot dog and bun, our hot dog sandwiches. Ooh. The our hot dogs sandwiches. Yeah. <sighs> Depends on the circumstance. Because <laughs> natural hot dog buns, hot dogs, mm-hmm. are not sandwiches. They're more of a sub, if you will. But if you grew up in a poor household, you know damn well that, one that a slice, the slice of bread, flip yeah. that shit, put the, you put that damn hot dog in the middle, some ketchup. That's a yep. hot dog. That oh, is yeah. a sandwich, and you yep. eat it fast too because that hot dog's going to make that bread so soggy. Oh, there I'm you go. I'm pretty sure about ninety nine percent of us have grown up with a piece of white bread and a hot dog and we're like hell yeah (laughs) yep exactly honestly i never had i only had like hot dogs and hot dog buns when i went to my fancy friend's house i was like oh what are these (laughs) yeah but who the real question in all this is did you put your chips inside of your hot dog to put some crunch in there oh no i smothered it and covered it with chili dog stuff oh okay well chili dog i mean look chili dog we're talking about food here people you you (laughs) take some fritos and and Mm. put that on top of that chili dog oh 
Wow. Yep, there you go. Basically. There's that crunch. Yeah. I love a good a, a good Chicago dog. It's a lot of work to make one of those suckers, but they're huh. worth it. Oh my God. Oh, they're worth they're worth I, every I penny. You guys, there is a oh go ahead, Tris. Go ahead. No, mine is <laughs> crazy inappropriate, but go on. <laughs> there is there is a Mexican food place near me that has this signature hot dog and it's got it's got pinto beans, it's got salsa, it's got like it's got mayo and mustard in it, and it is the most delicious thing I have ever put in my mouth. Also spicy, but yeah. <laughs> sounds amazing. It's so that, good. that sounds delicious. <laughs> I'm oh. not gonna lie, that sounds delicious. So good. I have to oh. eat it with a fork sometimes. <laughs> oh man. You don't like to get dirty with your food <laughs> it gets everywhere <laughs> I if bet it I does if I can't if I can pick up my chili dog it's not chili dog yeah that's true oh that's true okay but like if it's like true. freshly made you can still pick it up for like you know no. maybe a nope. minute <laughs> no, that means there's just not enough chili on top yep uh, not enough chili I, not enough I mean, Scully <laughs> you have these out by you I, I don't know if you guys have them. It's called the Dog Hoss. It's a it's a restaurant. Oh, I've heard of it. Nope, I'm Canadian. Okay, uh, I didn't. <laughs> we know have a wiener snitchel up here. Border. Oh no, this is like next level. They use King's Hawaiian buns for oh, rolls. Wow. I'm sorry oh. for the bun. And but let me just read like my favorite. Okay, because I I am a frequent hot dog. In- I'm, I'm gonna throw some French at you in a minute. As soon as you're done, you go. Uh, uh, so they have this one called the Old Town. It is smoked bacon wrapped hot dog, caramelized onions, chipotle aioli, pickled jalapenos, and I'm gonna butcher this name. The ki- ki- koti. It's cheese that's spelled C O T I J A. Help me, Triz. Cotija. I'm white. <laughs> it's cotija. And yeah, cotija. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's delicious. Mm-hmm. It is very good. It's. it's I like, just got uh, a heartburn with that description. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's definitely like a, a three or four tums type of thing to have, but yeah, it's. Uh, but yeah. So we have a uh, we have a hot dog here in Quebec that is a um, that is a very staple uh, hot dog uh, here in in French Canada, if you will. Oh. Um, and in French, we call them. And what that translates to is burpers. I love now, that. Oh my God. Wait, what? Now, what they are is they're actually a steamed hot dog, okay, oh. where the bun is also steamed. Oh. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I'm it's also it. steamed. Mm-hmm. So traditionally, you would put um, it's a coleslaw that we make and mustard. And with and the steamed cheese. bun, you get the che- like it's chewy because it has been steamed. So there's moisture in in the bun, but not to the point where it's like you know when some uh, a bun gets wet and it becomes just pure mush. Yeah, it's not at that point yet. Really? It still has a lot of consistency. Oh, okay. But that's what we would call un bon rater, a good burper, and we eat that with uh, a lovely dish called a poutine here. Oh, poutine is amazing. But if you actually want me to say it in French, it's actually poutine. That's how you say it correctly. <laughs> I will never say that out here in Arizona because people will look at me with 
like I have four heads. <laughs> we look at you. We look at people weird when they say croissant correctly, and we're like, why? Croissant. You need a, you, have a you, you want a croissant? <laughs> oh god! Oh god! I've heard that. I've heard that be butchered so many times now that I'm just like, sure. You're you're shredding. You're you're shivering just as much when I hear jalapenos or tortillas. You know when it's jalapenos and tortillas. Yes, jalapenos and tortillas. Stop, please, for the love of God. And chorizo. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's chorizo. Chorizo. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah. I feel yeah. Like- I didn't yeah, know no. that you guys had your own unique hot dog, though, up in that area. We, it? we do. Something I'm learning. Every country seems to have their own version of a hot dog. Right? Yep. Like, I mean, we have ask, a lot. Ask That's Gray fun. Fox. Ask Gray Fox. He'll tell you. Yeah. Oh, I'm told. Yeah. I have to ask him if he's had one of these steamed. Oh, I'm certain he has. I'm <laughs> certain he has. <laughs> Fascinating. Totally going to ask him this week. <laughs> we have whole restaurants here dedicated to them. Like, they're basically hot dog joints. Just to those types oh. of hot dogs, yeah. Oh, that's so oh cool! My goodness, that's it's, like a, it's like a it's like a a provincial because it's a province a provincial like staple here in Quebec. Wow. Okay. And then you can dress it as you want, but that's the traditional one. You know, it's the, it's the coleslaw with the mustard. I I add stuff on top of that, but that's that's the base of it. <laughs> so I need to visit Canada. Yeah, you just need to visit Canada so I can give you a big giant hug. Yes, Aww. yes, for sure. Oh, speaking of hugs, are you going to TwitchCon this year? I am not going to TwitchCon because I have put all of my vacation and funding into going to PAX East. Yes. Mm-hmm. TwitchCon, unfortunately, is on the other side of the world for me. So $900 flights are a little too expensive for me right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel that. That's why a lot of us are not going to PAX East. Out here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, one day I told myself I was going to fly out to the West and and experience uh, everything there is to experience over there. Oh my God! Have let me. Not, have you not been to the West? Out west? I have never been out West. I've <gasps> never been out West. I have really? been to. Treat. Here, let's pull up a map of the U.S. Here, I'll tell you. We'll have to uh, get a proper fish taco from San Diego. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And a trip to Disneyland, yo. Naturally. The- okay. Oh, oh, yo. Oh, man. Don't get me started. I think the f- <laughs> the most. OK, so so for people who understand, I'm going to name a very middle America as being the furthest out west. But you have to understand that I am almost as East Coast as you can guess East Coast. OK, in Canada. So the furthest that I have traveled was Illinois. Oh yeah, that's about Midwest Ooh. then. Okay. Yeah. That is the furthest that I have traveled um from east to west, if you will. To where the corn fed dwellers live. Got it. Yeah. yeah. That's right about the point where America gets really boring. I was almost in land. Like once you go past Illinois, it's like boring, boring, boring. And then you hit like Colorado and the Rockies and it's exciting again. And then it's like when West Coast, the West Coast. It's like in South Park when the kids leave Colorado and the minute they cross into Nebraska, it's just cornfield, no more snow. I always laughed at that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <literally goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to anybody that lives in the Midwest, but it's boring. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know a few people well, who live in the Midwest and they're like, yeah, it's really boring. <laughs> There's nothing to do down here. And I'm like, oh, that's the reason why it's, you just drive through it really fast. Um, but nope. we're, you know, someday we'll get, it is amazing too, by the way, that like, we've all become friends. We've all gotten to know each other. 
we never would have like we live so far apart you right. know i mean there's yep. so many people from all over just here you think even just in the u.s and canada but even beyond the oceans and we all came together through video games which is yes. amazing absolutely amazing mm. video games have just been an absolute godsend to me i've i've met so many amazing people i've i've seen so many amazing things uh it's just it's amazing like i like i said before i wouldn't trade it for the world like it's been a blessing oh yeah definitely Couldn't agree more <laughs> oh. oh my goodness but i think that that about covers everything for the interview it does oh my god well okay can i can we just i mean this might be a little bit of a bonus thingy i don't know and you edit this out if you need to scully but i gotta ask <laughs> okay because you're talking about how you like to complete games right osiris mm -hmm. so there's a lot to unpack with cyberpunk i'm on my like eighth playthrough and i'm still finding new stuff how are you finding cyberpunk in terms of like unlocking everything because i still haven't unlocked everything Cyberpunk is a game that I have not yet completed at 100%. And the reason for it is, is that it's a game that I actually do want to take my time uh, because there's just so much to unpack in Cyberpunk. The world is just absolutely amazing. And I don't want to speed through it. Uh, there have been other games that have I have been like, oh man, this game was so much fun. You know, I just beat the game. Let's get the achievements now. Yeah, and cyberpunk is is very much not one of those games where I gotta be like, okay, I gotta grab everything as fast as possible. I am currently on my third playthrough. Uh, I have done uh, a nomad playthrough, and I have done a street kid playthrough, and I am currently doing corpo. And on this corpo run is the one that I have decided to one hundred percent the game. Ooh. Really? Why? Okay. Uh, just because it would basically. Uh, finish the the trilogy you know there are the three uh factions if you will uh that you can play as either nomad street kid or corpo and since i have done the storyline uh of the first two i think completing the game 100 with the last one that i have to do which is corpo would would just feel right right makes sense that makes yeah. sense that's a lot to Oof. i'm gonna be at it for a while that's for sure <laughs> definitely are you oh, definitely yeah. are <laughs> but it's interesting because i have you you haven't have you streamed playing cyberpunk or is this one of the games that like you're not because I, I can't remember if i've ever actually I, seen you streams i did um i did, did. stream okay. cyberpunk a little bit uh when it first came out mm -hmm. um okay but the thing is, is even with the computer that I had for my liking, I thought that the game was running a little bit too uh, slowly uh, because the rig that I have, I actually run a one computer stream setup instead of a two computer stream setup, which I feel that Cyberpunk would benefit a lot more from because you can have uh, that streaming computer that catches all the gameplay be the one that's super hyped up you know like insanely um modded to to handle every graphic challenge that cyberpunk will throw at you and then you can have that secondary computer that's catching all the video that can put all the bandwidth on just that video there but putting both of them together you'd have to have like some sort of monstrosity uh, with like yeah. everything through the roof to make it stream absolutely perfect and play absolutely perfect. 
because it is a game you want like the most details available. Yes, you got to ramp up those graphics because absolutely, it's worth it. Yeah, that's yeah. part of the reason why I never streamed it too. My PC literally could not handle it. I think it went to like three frames a second or something like yeah. that. Because I can play the game on the highest graphics difficulty without a problem, but the minute I press stream and I have to put a lot of that juice into the stream. Yeah. The, the the game takes a dump on highest difficulty. I have to bum down the graphics. And as you said, you really do want to play Cyberpunk on those highest uh, settings possible. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Man. All right. Well, I had to ask about I had to I had to get my Cyberpunk question in there. <laughs> but, um, I cannot wait to see the day when you actually do and see how long it takes you to get through 100% of that game. <laughs> well, so far, I'm like attached to River. I think I'm like what, like maybe sixty, seventy percent through right now. Nice. Oh, are you in like unlocking everything? All the yeah. Oh, oh shoot. Okay. 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 I, I, I'm I'm getting pretty far. I've done a good, uh, considerable amount of progression, if you will. Uh, I know it's going to slow down a little bit because I've been uh, forcefully um, introduced to Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. <laughs> so um, I'm going to be grinding <laughs> that out like crazy. Yeah, it's it's a great game. It's a great game. Like if you don't have it, listener, if you do not have this game, get this game. It yeah. is so much fun. Yeah, 100% recommend this game. They're still working on the crossplay feature, but it's amazing. So far, we've oh. gotten some things to go right the social menu was fixed there was a couple bugs at the beginning we got it to work yeah. i've added other people on other platforms that seems to be a little good i mean we can test it you know scully you and i at a later point as well since you play it on <laughs> the console inferiority oh but. my god here we go again <laughs> here we go for those who haven't caught on yet is a, a pc gamer now yes. wait i must don my monocle and top hat where's my cane good sir serve it Bring me my cane. Yes, shut up about the Xbox. No one cares. Uh, but yes, I am a PC gamer. No, in all realness, I, I don't care what you play it on as long as you have fun. Yeah, that's what matters. Yeah. We all have our favorite. It gets expensive to buy games for every platform. Oh, so you gotta pick one. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Oof. Yeah, I and Triz and I sit here with all three. I, I, <laughs> ended up, I ended up weighing like, okay, do I want to get it on Xbox or do I want to get it on PlayStation? And I was like, I have like over a year's worth of PlayStation, like PlayStation Plus, you know, the live feature for their uh, platform. Oh, and I was like, no. I'm gonna get it on time. <laughs> I'm gonna get it on PlayStation because uh, I'll be able to play it for a long time. <laughs> Yep, yeah. that's the smart choice. Yeah. There you go. Also, I mean, I can't. PlayStation Plus subscription that's coming out too. So mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Give us a lot of games. It's still I mean, I can't game. say much because, like, for example, I own Fallout 76 on everything. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. See, you're just as bad as we are. <laughs> Oh, I was peer yeah. pressured into getting it on the consoles, okay? Yes, yeah. you were. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> we're like, join us, Osiris. <laughs> we have cookies. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. But, and, no. does anybody have any other questions for, for our dear friend? I- I mean, we can do a round table. Josh got his extra. Scully, Triz, you got an extra you want to throw out there? 
I'm like, will you add me on Tiny Tina's Wonderlands? Well, yeah, absolutely. Come on now. <laughs> That's crazy to think that I wouldn't add you. I know, right? <laughs> Chase, did you have anything? I'm good. I shot all my random roundtable questions like in between the interview, so oh, I'm yeah. happy. Just <laughs> <laughs> is like, I got it all out during this interview. <laughs> yeah, I did a lot of off script. Sorry about that. It's what I do. Not on purpose. It just happens. That's how my brain works. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So if that's it, then uh, Osiris, where can folks find you? Uh, besides outside in the dumpster, um, <laughs> you can find me at... Uh, twitch.tv slash Osiris Devirus. That's D-E-Virus. You can also find me on every platform, Twitter, Instagram as Osiris Devirus. Yay! Alrighty. Now let's see. Um, You can find our podcast uh, you know, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. It's a little dusty. Uh (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Josh, where can, yeah. <laughs> Josh, where can folks find you? Uh, they can find me at grestiodos.com and uh, we'll have links to all of the socials that I have too many of. <laughs> Yay! And what about you, Triz? <laughs> uh, you can finally find, uh, mainly find me on Instagram at Trizzle underscore plays. I do have a link tree that you can find me anywhere if you really wanted to. Or most of the time I'm insulting somebody, most likely myself on Twitter. So uh, you can find me there at what's with Barista. Uh, go ahead and explore at your own risk. And I'm everywhere. So yay. So. <laughs> um, let's see. You can find uh, all of my links on my website, scullyface.com. Uh, you'll see the links page and the navigation on there. Um, and of course, as usual, all of these links will be in the show notes, which is, you know, when, when you see the episode, there's like a little brief explanation and there's a thing to click more to see more. So you click that, you'll see all the links. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, that's it for this episode. So, uh, let's see next episode. Uh, do we want to do another, uh, indie game? Before we jump back into Assassin's Creed, I say we do Assassins and then an indie game. Unless of course, Josh. And then another one? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And another. Another one. Assassin's Creed 2. Oh my God. I was about to be like, okay, so then then we're going to listen to Scully swoon and, you know, audibly melt while we go over Assassin's Creed 2 next episode. Yeah. (laughs) And then I'll steal Josh for an episode of Cyberpunk. Yes. All right, you guys. Thank you so oh. much for for listening again, and we'll we'll see you all next episode. Bye. See you next time, and thank you, Osiris, today. Yeah, thank you, Osiris, for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yay! Bye. Okay, Bye. I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye <now. laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bye bye. Bye bye now. Thanks for listening to another episode of Balance Pixels. Our podcast logo was designed by Josh. Our intro was written by Josh, Scully, and Trizzle. Our intro voiceover was recorded by Kevin Chenard. Our audio editing is done by Scully. 
Each of our episodes are outlined by Josh, Scully, and Trizzle. We'd like to give a special thanks to our guests, and of course, you, our listeners. We'll see you all next episode!